The Israel Report with Rolene Marks. Well, what did I say earlier on? I thought, I thought, just let the day materialize. Let's just see what comes about. And lo and behold, plenty happening in Israel right now. Joining us, our correspondent from Israel, Rolene Marks. Uh, Rolene, good afternoon. Always a pleasure to have you on board. Good afternoon. <laughs> Always a pleasure to speak to you too. Before we get into the topics about Israel, I just want to take uh, a moment to mention somebody uh, who was so special to so many of us who passed away yesterday. Indeed. Mark Pilgrim, uh, an absolute legend of the South African radio airwaves. Anybody who's worked in broadcasting, myself included, uh, were impacted just by his uh, incredible personality, his love for music, that golden voice that is the soundtrack to so many of our memories and of course just the valiant fight that he put up over the last year. Mark, thank you for the memories. Indeed, I join you in that, Rolene. I did uh, pay tribute to Mark earlier on on that basis too. Well, what a legend he was. Anyway, rest in peace, Mark, and uh, thanks for everything that you taught and, of course, your humble being. Rolene, let's start with uh, the protests now, which are growing in size. Now, there's a lot has transpired also since uh, last night. I was reading about military reservists also refusing to work if the judicial reforms they pass. And, uh, wow, the Operation Entebbe, when did that mission take place? In 1976. We've got Operation Entebbe soldiers cautioning against the overall. What is going on here? What is the latest on that? Well, this is very, very serious. We have heard from the military establishment, in fact, the whole security establishment, over the past couple of weeks as uh, we increase our talks and and, um, some of the proposed overhaul clauses go for their first rounds of votes. But on Saturday, the elite commando squad that rescued hostages in Entebbe in 1976 We all remember that absolutely iconic operation, have written to uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu a very, very uh, harsh letter. I'll read it from it to you. We were privileged to be among the handful of fighters to break into Entebbe under our full-headed and brave commander, Yoni Netanyahu, who consciously and with open eyes sacrificed himself for the state of Israel and the people of Israel. It's sad, but you, Bibi, are consciously and with open eyes sacrificing the state of Israel and the people of Israel for your own interests. Now, that's quite a a serious indictment against the Prime Minister. A lot of um, criticism coming uh, to him from all sides. And, you know, one of the issues, and and I urge people to read an excellent op-ed in the Times of Israel today, penned by um, David Horowitz, he's the editor-in-chief, which explains why the military is so dead set against these overhauls. But basically, in a nutshell, uh, and I say it again, Israel doesn't have a constitution. We have a declaration of independence, which enshrines the rights of, uh, of, of all citizens, including minority communities. And the great concern is given that we have some very right-wing elements within our government Many of them feel that, first of all, there is no Supreme Court to be able to overrule some of the decisions by the government. 
because of the proposed override laws and they cannot in good conscience carry out the orders of somebody like a, a Betzalel Smotrich. We were speaking at length last week mm-hmm. about some of his uh, very, very racist comments and comments coming from somebody like, uh, or decisions uh, like Itamar Ben-Gavir earlier today, the national security mm-hmm. Uh, minister, which we'll get to in a second. But today, all the living former chiefs of the Israeli Air Force, including a 102-year-old Major General Dan Tolkovsky, who served from 1953 to 58, wrote a letter to the Prime Minister and to Defence Minister Yoav Galad now. This includes people like... Um, uh, Amikam Norkin, uh, Ido Nehushtan, Eliezer Shkedi, you know, these are our former commanders, and, and I'll read to you from their wow. letter as well. It says, we are following with deep concern the processes taking place in the state of Israel and in the Air Force these days. That is referring specifically to certain squadrons, including the squadron that was uh, responsible for flying Prime Minister Netanyahu and his wife to Rome over the weekend, refusing to um, uh, to fulfill their, their reserve duties. He says, from a deep familiarity with the central and special weight of the Air Force in national security, which you are well aware of, we are fearful over the consequences of these processes and the serious and tangible danger posed to the national security of the state of Israel. The core of the Air Force's strength is the special cohesion of its service people standing and reserve. The core members are all motivated by a deep sense of mission and belief in the righteousness of our way. We support the commander of the Air Force and his people at this difficult time and appeal to you to stop and find a solution to the emerging situation as soon as possible. Signed, Major General Dan Tolkovsky, Major General David Ivry, Major General Avihu Ben-Nun, Major General Herzl Bodinger, Major General Eitan Ben-Eliyahu, Lieutenant General Dan Chalutz, Major General Eliezer Shkedi, Major General Ido Nehushtan, Major General Amir Eshel, and Major General Amikam Norkin. Wow, we just hope that this won't impact on morale and uh, loyalty towards, uh, well, the state of Israel, uh, Rolene. We can just only hope for the best, uh, that, you know, nothing will materialize further from this. And as, as I've said before, let's just hope a reason and sensibility prevails in ongoing negotiations and call it one processes, call it what you may. Rolene, we've got to move on. Did LL pilots refuse now? Is he fondly known as Bibi? Is this a Netanyahu to Rome? <laughs> okay. Well, in Israel, we don't do a formality. We do nicknames. So okay. uh, Netanyahu is known as, by his nickname, Bibi. Uh, the president, Herzog, when he was in politics, was called Bougie. All right. Uh, our former defense minister, Moshe, uh, um, uh, was known as Boogie. Uh, this is this is what we do here in Israel. So, okay. Mikey, I'm going All to right. Uh, right, uh, uh, Rolene. Yeah, so, <laughs> I get the point. I get the point, Rolene. Okay. <laughs> right. So, what exactly uh, transpired here? What what's going on here? Well, the uh, attender um, was issued by El Aldis goes to all the pilots um, and air flight attendants uh, to. Um, a company or to to fly the commercial airline 
that uh, would carry the prime minister and his wife to Rome. Now, the deadline was 2 p.m. yesterday, mm-hmm. and nobody signed up for the the job. And uh, um, El Al had to release a statement. They said, you know, we're working to, to try and man this flight in accordance with uh, company procedures, as we've done times before. Right. Um, you know, since our establishment, El Al has flown heads of state for important national missions and will continue to do so. But there were two major issues. The first is that um, uh, some said they, they, they didn't feel uh, to, ready to fly the particular aircraft that was grounded during the pandemic, but the overall decision was based on the judicial reform. So 37 out of the 40 reserve pilots that um, uh, were uh, scheduled to fly that were part of the 69th Squadron said that they uh, will not be flying due to the judicial reforms, and uh, basically there was a scramble to fly to find other pilots that were prepared to 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 fly the plane. But uh, eventually, um, the prime minister did get to Rome. Okay, so he did get to Rome, and uh, we'll get home to face all the music again, I suppose. Well, good for them. <laughs> Rolin, okay, so we've just got uh, enough time to talk about uh, Hungary moving their embassy to Jerusalem. Tell us more. Well, this was an announcement that uh, was broadcast by the Hebrew media on Friday. The Hungarian Prime Minister, Viktor Orban, is alleged to have told Prime Minister Netanyahu, who is a good friend of his, that he will be moving the Hungarian embassy to Jerusalem within the next month. Now, um, Hungary's foreign minister, when asked for a comment, said that... uh, the country's already moved their commercial department and said that any decisions regarding the moving of embassies will be announced by the foreign ministry and would not confirm whether or not they were moving the rest of the embassy. Now, what has been interesting is criticism inside Israel saying, you know, Hungary doesn't exactly have the greatest human rights track record, um, especially with regards to to Jews and uh, with support for right-wingers. Do we want to be supportive of this. Okay. Ronin, we're going to have to leave it there. Uh, perhaps we can elaborate on some of these issues again tomorrow. Ronin, always a pleasure having you on board and uh, giving us uh, the rundown on what's going on in Israel right now. Ronin Marks, Israel correspondent, telling us what's the latest in the Holy Land.